Part 1 Abigail Chapter 1 It was the timing that was so damnable, James thought, as he took a corner rather too fast. Sylvie was bound to be hurt, and he regretted that. But the truth was that though they'd known each other since school days, he'd never imagined himself in love with her. Basically, she was his sister's friend, an attractive, intelligent girl whose company he enjoyed and who was useful for making up foursomes. Not quite fair, he conceded, negotiating another bend. It had been more than that. He'd known for years that she was in love with him, and on more than one occasion had taken advantage of the fact. But when friends began to link their names seriously, he'd panicked and taken a two-year assignment in the States. Over there, there'd been girls aplenty, God knew, but none that had lit sparks inside him, and by the time he returned, he decided to settle for Sylvie. He was in his mid-thirties, most of his friends were married, and he wanted a home and family of his own, a home and family like Tina's. Not everyone, he'd told himself, was lucky enough to experience the kind of love vaunted in fiction, and he knew of friends who, having married in the heat of passion, lived to regret it. Affection and companionship weren't a bad base to build on. And who knew? In time, love might grow. In the meanwhile, he and Sylvie had several shared interests. Jazz, travel, the theatre. And, importantly, were good together in bed. He knew without vanity that he could make her happy. So three months ago, shortly after his return from the States, they had become engaged, to the delight of both families. No date had been set for the wedding, though when he tentatively suggested the spring, he'd sensed her disappointment. Admittedly, there was no reason to delay, since they'd be living in his flat, which he'd no intention of leaving. It overlooked the square of a small Cotswold town, and he enjoyed being at the centre of things, with the weekly market only steps from his door. It was also equidistant from his parents' home and that of his sister and her family, both of which he visited on a regular basis. He was, in fact, on his way to Tina's now, and, for the first time, with mixed feelings. Because, after all his philosophising his concluding that le grand amour was not for him, it had sprung upon him out of nowhere, 